Hey guys, this is Christina, and you're listening to Before and After, a podcast that focuses on people's health and weight loss journeys. Today, you're listening to Carolina's story and how she lost 130 pounds and went from a size 20 to a size 5. Let's head to her story to find out how she did it. Hey, Carolina. Thanks for joining me on the show today. Hey, thank you for having me. Great. So maybe we should just start from the beginning. Um, Just maybe tell me a little bit about your story and how you got to the point where you knew you needed to make a health change. Sure. Um, So back in 2014, I started experiencing like severe anxiety and um, I was really at my heaviest. I weighed 284 pounds and um, that also had a role and affect the fact that I had something called PCOS, polycystic ovarian disease, which um, a lot of women have it and don't know they do, but it really affects um, how you retain weight and doesn't allow you to lose weight as quickly. So that with the combination of anxiety and having panic attacks, which um, after going to the doctor, he told me that it probably had something to do with the amount of weight that I had gained. Because within a year, I had gained about 60 pounds. So at that point, I knew, like, I have to do something. So, like, I felt horrible. Oh, that's such, like, a sad thing to do. So, like, you you had that anxiety because of the PCOS? Because of them, I, it was a combination. So okay. um, I had I discovered I had PCOS um, and because I wasn't losing weight. Because I tried to lose weight on my own. And I would go on all these crazy diets and nothing was happening. Um, and then on top of that, um, then I started realizing while I was gaining weight that I began to have panic attacks. Um, so they attributed it to, um, obviously stress, but also the fact that I had gained so much weight in such a short period of time. Gotcha. Yeah. I was reading somewhere else about how another woman, she got PCOS and mm-hmm. she was gaining so much weight. So that's so interesting. And I'm guessing it could happen to any woman, right? Yeah, it can happen to anyone. And like some of the symptoms are as simple as like, um, having hair growth in like odd places or um, even it could be as severe as it can cause you not to be able to conceive or have a child. So it depends what spectrum you fall in or where you fall in that area. Wow. So some people will gain weight. Some people might be infertile. Yes. Um, wow. So that's a real range of yeah, things that could happen. Crazy. And a lot of people have it and some people might not even know it. Wow. That's crazy. Um, So you were gaining weight and you knew something had to change. So what were those first steps that you took to make that change? So it started off like I started off working out um, and started doing exercise. And immediately, like I did what everybody does. I went into my fridge and I'm like, okay, I'm going to empty everything out. And I'm just going to buy what I thought was healthy things. And um, I tried doing that. But then I like this got discouraged and then I actually took the route of seeing a doctor and I ultimately had the sleeve surgery which is the gastric sleeve oh okay yeah the gastric vertical sleeve surgery could you explain that a little bit more for so basically what that is is um it's a surgical procedure where the doctor goes in and they literally cut 75 percent of your stomach out um and they call it they call it a sleeve because literally it's the size of a sleeve, it's almost shaped like a banana. And that's the amount of food that I'm able to eat. Um, so I had that surgery on July 18th of last year. Um, and it's definitely a tool. I know I always hear people say, oh, that's a cop out. Like you went and had surgery. 
But it's definitely the process was really hard. The first three months, like I hated it because it's like you have this severe change within your body, but it's not like it changes you mentally. So after having the surgery, the, especially the first year, you're only able to about able to eat about four to six ounces. So um, taking four to six ounces per meal or per meal, for the four to six okay. ounces. So, um, well, it starts off like the first two weeks you have to, after having the surgery, you're only on liquid diet. So you can't eat anything but liquid. Then after the third week, you go into semi. So you can eat mashed potatoes, eggs, and stuff like that. And then once you hit the six-week period, that's now where you're able to introduce solids back into your diet, um, but very gradually. And with you only are about to eat four to six ounces. So it was very difficult because you go from being able to eat as much as you want, per se, and then being limited, like physically restricted, because then there can be complications. You can um, you can go to the throw up or you'll get sick. So it was really hard at first, but definitely very rewarding because now that I've hit the year, I've lost over 130 pounds. 130 pounds? Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness yeah which is crazy because it's only a year but um i i think i factor the fact that i've lost so much weight with the help of the surgery because i also work out as well so i was able to get a trainer which um i got a trainer because i was not familiar with what to do in the gym and i wasn't really comfortable with the gym atmosphere so it really helped to have someone to hold me accountable and to teach me the things to do but it definitely was super expensive like, but I definitely tell people it only takes 30 minutes to an hour and you can do various things like just from dancing around the house and doing things like that. But for me, I knew myself and I knew I needed that accountability. Yeah. Um, so do you still see a trainer or was it just like a base for you to move on at the gym? So now that I'm hitting the year mark, I still see a trainer. But um, in a couple months, I think I'm in the space where now I'm pretty much used to the routine and um, have done a lot of research and know what exercises I can do on my own. So I've grown in that way that I'm not going to need a trainer anymore. Oh, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and did you have to like kind of wait it out a bit right after your surgery? Um, were you just doing small things at all or did you like hit the gym right away? In the beginning, like, you have to wait about two months before you're able to get that active. Like, you can start walking. Um, but um, once I hit the two months period, that's when I really started working out intensively with the trainer. Gotcha, gotcha. And so you were working out and you couldn't eat a lot. Like, what was, what do you think was the hardest part about it all? I think, um, just getting accustomed to the change because literally and I know it sounds funny but I would I would literally in the beginning cry like I want a cheeseburger <laughs> like so bad and um but you're restricted you can't eat all these things anymore like fast food is at the table um you can't drink soda nothing that I was used to having before and of course these are things I shouldn't have if I wanted to lose weight regardless um but just being like now you know you have to like you can't do this like, um, you have no cheat day you, at all. Yeah, no. Like, now that it's been a year, now you're able to gradually eat more. But because you've gotten used, I've gotten used to it, now it's like, okay, I want to take this journey and be healthier. And um, what helps is there's a big community of people who had the surgery and even weight loss 
community that you follow. And um, I even like do this hashtag on my picture. And what's really helped me is that I post my journey on Instagram because I feel like um, by me posting it, hopefully I can inspire other people, but it also holds me accountable. Like I don't want to be the one to have all these things posted and then gain the weight back. No, I totally feel that. That's why I'm creating this podcast right yeah, now. Yeah, so <laughs> so that's one of the big things for me. And it and even though it's helping me at the same time, I love how it's also motivating and inspiring other people, especially people who's followed me from the beginning and they're like, Wow, like she's doing it, I can do it too. So um that's definitely the best part of this whole journey for me so far. That's awesome. And like so you say there there's a community online. Uh, but with your community, like in person, like your family and your friends, have you felt it like they were very supported? Um, what, were there challenges what I've with noticed that? is um, that in the process of losing weight, um, this journey can become kind of lonely because um, you're almost ha- you almost have to isolate yourself and um, and change your routine. Because for me, typically hanging out with friends was, hey, let's go out to eat <laughs> and um, or let's go out for some drinks, and those were things that I've now was not doing and was not engaging. So you, I found myself not hanging out with friends as much. And I found myself having to rely on the online community to find people who were going through the same thing as me um, and going through the weight loss um, journey um, so that and build new relationships through that aspect. But in the beginning, it was very lonely. You're like, oh, I don't really know who to hang out with or where to go out because your friends just want to go out to eat or party all the time. And I no longer can do that. So... That was lonely. Yeah, and have you met any of these people, like, in person at all? Do you guys hang out and, like, with your, your current friends and things? Are you going to healthier restaurants or I know I've definitely met people in the gym, <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> um, and um, that's definitely helped in just learning all new exercises or even, like, um, not so much met people in person, but just talking and communicating through um, direct messaging and stuff like that. That's really been helpful, like sharing different recipes or sharing different ideas. And it's a whole learning game. Like I didn't know protein, like, OK, how much protein am I supposed to have or how can I eat protein? So all of this was new to me and learning the language. But um, it's something not to be scared of. And I think a lot of us get intimidated um especially when we want to lose weight but it's just starting like making the small steps and um I always tell people like it all starts with nutrition like once you get that down pat and then you follow it up with exercising or doing something physically that you enjoy to do um then it just starts there and just not giving up remaining consistent that was the key for me and what were some ways that you stayed motivated? Like you had your community. Were, were there other ways that you were keeping yourself on that track even when you were lonely? Um, I know for me, like it, I created, I did a vision board. And my vision board was surrounded. Um, the main focus was my weight loss. So I had pictures of myself that, you know, sometimes the pictures that you would hide in your phone. But I'm like, I'm going to save this one day. Um, and look at it later. So I had those pictures there and like I had images of um, what ideal body goals that I wanted to have. But um, I also felt that with the weight loss journey, I also had to um, allow myself to go on a mental journey in terms of, okay, who am I and what do I want to accomplish? And I realized that those two coincided because I felt like being at the heaviest that I was, I used to isolate myself a lot. 
I would, my friends would want to go out and I would say, oh no, I don't want to go out. Possibly because I couldn't find an outfit or felt I didn't look good in something I was wearing. So the more I started to lose weight, the better I felt about myself and um, the more outgoing I felt that I became. So they went hand in hand. So in creating that vision board, all those things, I put that up there, like go out more. What do I want to do? Like perform on stage. Um, and those things really helped thrive and push me forward to continue on this journey. That's so awesome. Um, and it's like a full body transformation afterwards too. Yeah. But- full body is mental is spiritual. Like I cried, like, um, I've laughed, like it's definitely hard. And, um, it's not to say that you're not going to have your moments that you fall off the wagon, but it's all about getting back and um, just taking baby steps and having the, the internet. There's a world of things that you can do. And, just realizing that not every diet or not every method works for everyone. You have to really find what it is that works for you. Yeah, I feel like it's so different for each person. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, so, like, with food-wise, like, were there, like, certain, like, recipes or hacks that you used to help you, like, just kind of stay on track? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, what I did, I completely cut out all juices. Like, I literally just drink water. Um, and I felt that was the easiest for me because I wasn't really big on reading labels in the beginning. So I'm like, okay, water can't go bad with that. And then when it came to food, it was because I had the surgery, but regardless if you have a surgery or not, it came down to portion control. So, um, I would, I bought literally like baby plates or baby spoons and that really helped me in limiting how much I would serve myself. Oh, that's and, um, so smart. That's such a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, like, wow, this only fits this much. That's all you can eat, Carolina. So I'm just doing that. And um, just starting off with, like, I never, I used to run out the house and not eat breakfast. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it my, like, my business to have breakfast in the morning. Something as simple as a piece of fruit or um, oatmeal. And just because that helps kick off your metabolism and even drinking water right before when you wake up and before you go to bed and then just incorporating snacks in between and just trying to look up what are healthy snacks that I might enjoy. So I found that, you know, I I like eating peanuts and stuff like that and just changing my way of thinking of food. It was more so I'm not eating this just because it looks good and wow, it's so appealing, but just to um, bring nutrition into my body. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, and what kind, like, were you doing, going back to, like, maybe some of the working out aspects, like, were you doing mostly cardio or strength training? Was it a mix of both? In the beginning, um, I started off mostly with cardio. Um, and that was, like, because that's what I was comfortable with and I wanted to um, begin to lose the weight. But I also, because I was scared of, because we constantly hear people losing weight and scared of having extra skin. And that's just something I just had to put in the back burner. But I knew that in order to combat that, that incorporating weight training would also help. So I started small with weight training, um, but it was in the beginning was mostly cardio. Gotcha. Cool. Were you like running? Were you dancing? Like, yeah, like, I mean, I, I always try to have a mix because I tend to get bored sometimes. So, like, um, I would do, like, the Stairmaster was my enemy. <laughs> like, so that would be the thing that I would try to conquer every day. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this the first 15, 30 minutes, like, because I hate it so much. 
Um, so doing the Stairmaster and then the um, treadmill. Then I would also take Zumba classes here and there. Um, and then I would also take spin. And spin was crazy. I was like, wow, this is insane. But um, just mixing it up really helped me um, look forward to the gym as well. That's cool. I've never done the Stairmaster. I'm always, like, very intimidated by No, right on the Stairmaster. Like, you'll be surprised because with time, it's like, oh, okay, I could do this. But I find at the Stairmaster, I sweat the most. And I I even get frustrated if I don't sweat at the gym because I'm, like, I'm not doing something right. So the Stairmaster really helps. That's how I feel. Like, I'll go to, like, a yoga class for an hour, and I'm like, that was that, like, a waste? I barely sweat. (laughs) Exactly. Did I burn any calories? Mm-hmm. it's true that's so funny um when did you so you got the surgery I'm going back to the surgery but uh, and you know you were struggling through all of this but was there yeah. like this moment that you realized like wow like I can do this I like like was there like a high point was there a real a realization that you know you can do this and when you started to really feel like your body was transforming at all yeah I would say um I would say once it started like around the fourth or or fifth month, that's when I started to feel like myself again. Like before that, I I felt like, wow, what did I do to myself? (laughs) Like, I can't eat nothing that I want. Like, this is horrible. But um, as I kept going and I started to see my body transform and I started to see, because I went from being a size um, 20 in jeans to now I wear a size five. Like, so that alone, like, I was like, wow, this is fun. I, I was started to see shopping as something that I enjoyed as opposed to something that I hated. Like, I hated going to the clothing store and not being able to fit the things that I felt were cute or visualize myself the way I felt I looked until I look in the mirror. And I'm like, wow, I completely don't look the way I think I look. And that really started getting me excited like I'm like wow I can wear these cute things or and then I started realizing the attention that I was getting because I never realized how different people treat you based on your size and it's it's crazy I feel like you can almost write a paper about it yeah that's kind of like one of the things that's like a good aspect of losing weight but you know it's like not like something that should happen at all everyone should be treated equally Mm -hmm. um can you like give an example of that at all or like if you can remember anything like in particular I would even say like at work <laughs> like um I'm a teacher but um just even having people when they come around in the building that typically you wouldn't get that attention but people go out of their way to say hi to you or to speak to you and um sometimes I felt like I was almost invisible when I was that heavy and now it's like all this attention out of nowhere and it's like that right there can be very super overwhelming but um, it's a confident booster, but then it makes you wonder, like, wow, was I, like, not good enough before? Because I felt like I was always a confident person um, when I spoke, but um, it was only when I felt I felt limited in terms of my size, and I didn't feel like I connected with myself internally, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, I'm like, mm-hmm. the internal doesn't match the physical, and I think that's another thing that really propelled me to want to lose weight. You wanted your outer body to fit your yeah. inner body. Oh, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, wow, that's, I, I'm still thinking about, like, how you were treated differently based on your weight. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, it's a little sad, but I guess, it is. I guess it's a confidence booster in a, a bit, but it's a little sad. But 
good it's good to when you realize that that happens it definitely is and i think um that's one of the reasons you um throughout your weight loss journey you definitely need to have a circle of people who are supportive and who are the core people who are always going to be there and have been there because then you don't know like who's really your friend or not who's really the person that's there to support you and even to speak on that like i found that you you might even lose friends in this journey cuz um i've had friends where i was their crutch like i was that fat friend not to you know say fat in a negative connotation but once they see that you're now getting that attention um sometimes it affects their insecurity or their self esteem as negative as that sounds so it it was very it, it was crazy to see the dynamics of how you transforming your body for the better can almost be a negative to other people wow but you don't need those kind of people in your life no absolutely get- not but i think it's something worth speaking about cuz some people go into this and they don't realize like it's really a drastic change and but o- overall it's such a great experience and so rewarding cuz you really do start to get to know yourself and most importantly love yourself not that you didn't but it's like in a different way like how so would you say like i just i feel like i was stepping into my better self like i always felt like i was an awesome person but now i even felt like wow now i can even inspire and motivate other people and i believe that you have to be confident in whichever way you are but and so you could be okay at being a certain size but if you for whatever reason feel like you're not okay then go for it do what you have to do to get yourself to that point and i just think that's what i needed to get myself to that point so whatever it is someone needs like if i can be that inspiration through my weight loss journey if someone feels like wow i i'm now inspired to do something to make myself feel that way whatever it may be then i think i've reached my goal that's awesome um so to those people who do want to make you know that change and have their inner body match their outer body like what advice would you give um to them I just think they have to remain consistent. Um this whole process has been consistency. Um even there's days where I do not want to get up and go to the gym. There's times where it might have been 4 days that I haven't gone to the gym, but it's all about saying okay, today I'm going to get up and I'm going to go do what I have to do. It's not always going to be easy. You're going to have those times where you're literally struggling um or you're in pain or you feel so sore, but as long as you remain consistent, um that's definitely the key. um also to um i to communicate talk about this process um i don't think it's something that should be mean like you know you should shy away from and not tell people i think you should celebrate it and embody it as part of who you are um because it opens the doors and opens such a, a completely different community of people that you otherwise wouldn't have connected with yeah that's great advice i know some people feel like if they say it out in the world and they get they don't end up losing the weight like it's just hard, be hard because but... um even before um i when i used to try all these diets and didn't succeed it was hard for the simple fact that people are like oh aren't you on a diet or like i used to hate that because it's like yeah but i want to have this burger <laughs> so that's the hard part but i that's when it comes to you don't have to like tell everyone but have that core group of people that um you want them to hold you accountable um but you know it comes from a good place cuz sometimes you might tell just random people and they're like yeah but you're eating this and it's negativity coming your way you want it to be people that you trust and people that you 
want them to be real with you. And it comes, again, from a place of love and you know that they care for you. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and so true. Um, so is I, those are like most of my questions. Is there anything else you want to add about your story at all? No, I just like for me, like this has truly like I always hashtag fat be gone. And like uh-huh. I, I say that in a funny way because it's like, yeah, I literally always wanted the fat to be gone. But then I began to realize like fat doesn't literally have to be that fat. It became more more than that to me it became like what are the aspects or things in my life that I really need to cut away and like through losing the pounds I began to cut out other negative things and that's just been my whole weight loss journey embodied in one so that hashtag fat be gone in that essence is what's really keeping me going oh that's that's awesome um thank you so much for taking the time to I appreciate you having me And that wraps up Carolina's story. If you have your own story to tell, email me at beforeandafterthepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.